Hello, and welcome to The Bob Edwards Show on Sirius XM Insight. Have you ever heard my war reporting from a combat zone? No, you have not, and there's a very good reason for that. Today's program is about fear. Science writer Jeff Wise has done a lot of crazy things that my timid brain makes me afraid to try. Wise's book is titled Extreme Fear, The Science of Your Mind in Danger. The strange thing about an experience like bungee jumping or riding a really tall roller coaster is, you know, this feeling of, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this. And then you're, and then about halfway through, you're like, oh my gosh, this is the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. And you get to the end, and you're like, I want to do it again. And I wanted to despite the afterglow of excitement and the thrill of it, to remember the horror, the really awful feeling that fit in my stomach. A little fear can be good to get you away from a wild animal, for instance. But living under constant fear and stress is terrible for our brains and for our bodies. My first guest today is Joshua Oppenheimer, and he's met many people living under just such conditions in Indonesia. Fifty years ago, paramilitary troops there carried out a genocide against their own friends and neighbors. But the killers were never punished, not even close. Oppenheimer's brand new documentary is a follow-up to his Oscar-nominated The Act of Killing. This one focuses on the survivors, and it's called The Look of Silence. I was asked by the survivors and the human rights community in Indonesia to expose that in some terrible way the genocide still hasn't ended, mm -hmm. that the perpetrator of being in power has kept everyone afraid, and that the whole facade that this was justified and glorious is a lie. And the, the, the boasting about unspeakable details were the little cracks in this facade, and if I focused on them well enough, I felt the facade would come crumbling down. Imagine, if you dare, a world in which Germany won World War II. Instead of being despised, hunted around the world, and put on trial in Nuremberg for their crimes, what if former Nazis were celebrated, still in power, and respected members of their communities, living next door to survivors, down the street from the relatives of those they killed? It sounds like the plot of a Twilight Zone episode, but something like that actually happened. In Indonesia, in 1965... With the backing and support of the brand new military government, local criminals and thugs helped round up and slaughter more than a million people. It was an anti-communist purge. A few of those killed might have held far-left beliefs, but it was really just a convenient way for the new administration to get rid of its enemies. Intellectuals, artists, journalists, anyone who had ever joined a union, and many others were also targeted. <laughs> Pikir, nggak usah. 